why it's Tiger. Tiger. Can't sit here. We're back again. I know y'all missed us. Now we're going to get into the subject of Big Foot. So, there's a lot to cover on this. There's a lot of different angles. There's a lot of different videos, eyewitness accounts, you name it. And everybody's got an opinion about it, whether you believe in him, her, whatever, or not. Harry and the Hendersons? Yeah, we... We're going to try to cover it the best we can. And um, so I guess I could uh, kind of start it out. We can kind of deal it like poker since I don't have anybody. Do you deal to the right? You got the left? big A here? Yeah, something like that. So um, Bigfoot's always been a subject that, that I've been interested in. I'm sure everybody here has been interested a time or two as well. Um. What? What can you say? I mean, gang, y'all listen along. Throw it in the comments here. Yeah, Instagram, Facebook. Yeah, we'll Do get an email here soon. We'll we'll have an email up for y'all to. I mean, email st- concerns, stories galore. There's shows. There's there's groups. I mean, there's uh, BFRO, I believe. There's a Wood Ape Association that's here in the state of Texas. So, uh, Joe Boo there. What is so, BFRO? Bigfoot Research Organization, I believe that's what it's called. Um, they basically travel the country um, in search of what they call the Discovery Channel show. Um, they put so much money into this son of a bitch. You know, you think they would have caught him by now? <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, <laughs> I'll, I'll use the old. Uh, I don't know if you guys know who he is, but if you don't Google search him, it's a good skit that he does, and he's kind of got some, you know, give or take top humor. Uh, Mitch Hedberg. Um, oh yeah, yeah. He talked yeah. about well, you know, maybe it's not your camera, maybe Bigfoot's just blurry. <laughs> you know, so <laughs> you know. And I, he's an analog man, ain't he? <laughs> yeah, I mean, so <laughs> great comedian, by the way. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you really got to kind of get into his head. You know, that's another subject for another time. We'll cover that, I'm sure. Um, but I mean, Bigfoot is just such a mysterious thing that's in the in the um, in the um, the UFO, the unexplained, the. Um, Urban legend. Yes. Urban legend. Yeah. I mean, Everyone's got a story about Bigfoot. Uh, yeah. So it's, yeah. I mean, where do you start? I mean, it's, um, you know. I mean, there are legends of creatures that could be described as similar to Bigfoot going back forever. I mean, you go, you look the in the Yeti. Bible, the Yeti, uh, that's a, yeah, from other parts of the world. Uh, the, the Yeti. The Yeti. You look in the Bible. <laughs> the Joe Boo on I mean, a weird night. <laughs> Yeah. The, the Bible, there's numerous mentions of the Nephilim, who were a giant race of humanoids. You know, I mean, there's there's uh, there's been archaeological discoveries that allegedly have shown giant bones in several places. Um, it, it's a legend that goes back a long time, and not just in America. Well, but in giant, America, it's 
it, it seems to be relatively focused in the western half of the United States, especially the, the Pacific. It's glamorized, yeah. The giant you, is actually talked about in the Bible um, as mm-hmm. the offspring of the angels and humans, and then God had them all killed by Moses. Yeah, the Bigfoot. That's true. They're, no, they're, I, oh, I think well, it's like the Nephilim are described as like the children of angels or something like that. Because I'm going to probably and, go ahead. And if you even like dive deep into internet conspiracy lore, there's uh, reports of Nephilim sightings or giant creature sightings. Now, what's Nephilim? So, I've never heard so that they, term. It's from the Bible. It's it's kind of what Zeth is referring to. There, there's various references in the Bible to giants, essentially. Oh, okay. okay. In the Old Testament. So, and, uh, for the the yeah. people out there, would these Nephilim or, you know, per se, giants... Giantipithecus or whatever they Would they be them? considered... <laughs> Is that Latin? Uh, enemies? Yeah. Would they be... No, know, they, weren't, they weren't enemies, but they were not children of God. Okay. Uh, because the angels were not allowed to come down to earth, but they did anyway behind God's back and had intercourse with humans, and that went against God's will. Oh, so they made yeah. like the shacks and, and there, are, there are various uh, so this is the world of cryptids cryptids are like mythological or not necessarily mythological maybe they're real but like fantastical creatures that exist in the world or so, maybe exist and there are various references to cryptids in the bible and we'll do a more maybe general cryptid episode on another date but uh so yeah, the Bible has that, numerous references to Nephilim and also unicorns, if I remember. And there's also others. So, Danny, on that, um, you say, uh, you know, they kind of came behind God's back and, you know, Zeth did, did whatever. Well, maybe Zeth. Um, but, you know, maybe. going on that, um, I had a story from uh, one of my applicants. Their Their father came in. And uh, he's a current Marine. And he was talking about, he was uh, in Northern California hiking this mountain. And he was sitting there and he heard something rustling around in the bushes. His buddy had gone up the trail, you know, to kind of scout out the area, you know, their hike they had planned for the day. And he heard something rustling around in the bushes. So we kind of looked, nothing was happening, looked away, looked back at the river that, he, that they were on, and whatever was in the bushes came out. And when it came out, no matter what he wanted to do, him physically, he could not look at whatever was rustling around in the bushes that came out. He had no power over himself, you know, whatever. He was just looking straight forward. And couldn't lo- look over there. And that lasted for about 15 seconds, which may seem like forever to him. And no matter what he wanted to do, he couldn't look over at that object. Could so that be playing into a part in the Sasquatch? Yeah. You know, telepathy? There, there is definitely a supernatural aspect I've heard that before. To, to the whole Bigfoot phenomenon because one of the things is there's been lots of sightings and evidence debatable evidence but there's been lots of indications of like in america let's say in the northwest especially of bigfoot being out there but you've never found remains yeah you know you never find and it's like they're either intelligent enough to clean up after themselves or there's something else going on there's a maybe god doesn't want us to see them yet well some people believe that that they do bury their own 
yeah, and people, you know, this is sort of a separate subject, but people often disappear without a trace in the wilderness, especially in the in the West Pacific Northwest again. Bigfoot areas are highly cor- correlated with missing persons reports in uh, in the United States of people who just disappear out in the wilderness and national parks or whatever without a trace. And so there's something definitely not normal going on with this whole phenomenon, that's for sure. And I know we've all had, you know, instances where we might be out in the woods, you know, doing whatever. And you can just ha- kind of have that feeling, something ain't right right now. You know, I mm-hmm. feel like someone's watching me. Maybe it's someone hiding in the woods looking for a tire. Yeah, I don't think they're <laughs> looking for that shit tire. Yeah. This looks good but to me right here. You know, you know what I'm talking about? You you know there's something out there, but for the Get life the of you, you can't find nothing. Either it's your mind playing tricks on you, or maybe or it's, it's something you just aren't meant to see. And I think yeah. that kind of you know that kind of falls into the the bigfoot thing you know i'm not going to so, try to say there's only one bigfoot out there you know there's probably multiple if there is bigfoot. seems like a race of them yeah yeah so bringing it more local have y'all heard the story about the giant uh remains that were found in rockwall no no that's i have not I've, I've heard about the rock wall that they found it yeah. was buried, but I, I didn't know about any kind of remains. So, yeah. from what I remember, is that they somewhere in Rockwall they found giant remains, like bones and stuff, and they're thinking that maybe that race of being or whatever the Bigfoot helped make the rock wall mm-hmm. back in the day, and it's a whole thing. But it's kind of like a local touch oh, that wow. you don't typically hear about. So there's a, there's a pretty common conspiracy sort of theory about there have been archaeological findings across the country, or not across the country, across the world of, of giant remains of humanoid creatures that are, you know, massive, that are way bigger than anything we could imagine today. And so that doesn't totally surprise me that there would be stories of that. So Danny, um, you know, just something to think about. I don't know much about this or if you've ever heard anything about this. Um, a lot of you know speculation out there. We all started out as cavemen, and eventually, you know, developed on and evolved on to what we are now. Could that could could Bigfoot? You know, Bigfoots. I don't know how you would say it. Sasquatches. Big feet. Um, have be <laughs> us that just haven't evolved into modern. I mean, you know, that's medicine and technology. A, that's a theory that um, you know, possibly. It's an offshoot, mm-hmm. you know, maybe a, maybe a common ancestor, because there definitely seems to be some sort of intelligence to Bigfoot that you just well, that, don't find with normal animals. I mean, they can hide better than our special forces, I think, right? I mean, you, you, you dig deep into, like, esoteric sources and stuff, and you look into things like uh, the agricultural revolution in human history, I where mean, we... We, we, we stopped being hunter-gatherers, and we started farming and eating grains, and there's a lot of evidence that that possibly reduced the size of humans, that we became smaller because of that and more settled. Or we used to, humans, or at least our ancestors, used to be more bigger, more massive creatures. Do you think um, that's in part to what you just said, or, you know, hormones and stuff we're injecting into I, food I, now? Well, or? I, well, I think it goes beyond hormones because that's a, that's a more recent thing in like the last hundred years, maybe. I think 
you know, you could look back to the agricultural revolution thousands and thousands of years ago, which started civilization as we know it and ended really the the roaming human nature. Hunter-gatherers. Yeah, hunter-gatherer. And, you know, a lot of people say that those hunter-gatherers, all they ate was basically meat and just whatever they would gather, oh, hunter-gatherers. And they were massive people that were that are not comparable to humans today. And so, you know, I guess you could say maybe the Bigfoot, the big feet are maybe some sort of offshoot of that. They never, they never went our direction. Yeah. They're still evolved into what we are today. Yeah. Maybe, maybe that's the case. And it's, it's thousands and thousands of years, but who knows? Well, you know, we ever ran into a Bigfoot, man. What the hell (laughs) did we do? I mean, I was watching well, I watched a video researching this a little earlier, and they were talking about the scarcity of these big feet and how in India, which is very densely populated, yeah, how rare it was to see a Bengal tiger in the wild. And they said if the same research was put into people's like sightings of Bengal tigers in the wild compared to Bigfoot sightings, there's even less evidence that those tigers exist. But you know the tigers exist because they have them in, you know, zoos. So you're saying there's more evidence on Bigfoot existing than there is Bengal tigers in the wild. There's more more Bigfoot sightings than Bengal sightings? Right, because the population of the tigers are so scarce. And they're saying that Bigfoot, with as vast of a region... That's untapped in the northwest of the U.S. Yeah, is that given the the size of that area and how many people have seen you know seen Bigfoots, big feet, mm-hmm. that it's it's possible, and given the the uh, wild animals in the area and the type of resources a Bigfoot, uh, an animal of that size would need. That it's possible that something that size in small groups could sustain themselves without being seen. I can yeah. see that. Yeah, there's definitely an intelligence to them that do not want to be known. Yeah, and you know, Zeth can contest to this, you know, and he he touches on this a lot. You know, we um, it's no secret here. We like to touch on religion a lot in our conversations. Um. You know, maybe Bigfoot is something that, you know, God just doesn't want us to see. You know, maybe we can't understand what's going on here and, you know, our minds aren't meant to understand that. What do you what do you think on that, Seth? I don't know. Um if you go down the UFO path, that's kind of my belief on it, is maybe maybe they are, maybe they aren't, maybe it's just not for us to to, to understand. But with the Bigfoot, uh, in the Bible, it talks about God gave man, uh, uh, can't think of the right word, dominion. That's what I was looking God gave dominion uh, to man over all the animals of the land and the sea. Um, so what makes Bigfoot different? You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, why wouldn't we know? Um, I think is is highly detailed as technology is today i mean i sat in on, on briefings uh you know my time in the military where they'd have a spy plane fly over and i could see a, a russian pissing off a cliff 
and I don't mean like some blurry image from a mile up. I mean, it looked like I took it with my phone. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. So to say that we don't know, I mean, if you told me, you know, bottom of the ocean or, or, or something like that, somewhere we haven't explored, then I'd say maybe, but I think it'd be highly unlikely that we wouldn't have at this day and age, how long it's been out in the populace, uh, that we wouldn't well, have found it. But how do you know the government doesn't know about Bigfoot? There's that. There's that. And, and think of it this way. Like, there may only be a dozen, couple dozen. And we're talking about thick woods covering thousands of square miles. Listen. Well, if you go, I, if you go by think, the... You know, and, 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 and to, to Devin's point, I mean... I agree with just that. Just because we don't know doesn't yeah. mean the government doesn't know. I mean, I heard a story yeah. that, that a, a, a Texas man... Uh, named Steve Austin said what? that said that he met a Sam Squanch, uh, and he oh, said boy. in his fur Boo. in his fur he he, he had a uh, an iPod and he was listening to his Stone Cold podcast. <laughs> he said he's a big fan. Now look, <laughs> all right, I'm not, I'm not saying that that's fake. I'm just saying that's fake. <laughs> <laughs> but well, but seriously here. Um, you gotta think these guys are either the biggest predator out there, Obviously. or they just—they are really good at covering their tracks. And I'm pretty sure you could put a pack of seals out there in the middle of nowhere, and you might not even be able to find them by you know a drone. So these—they've been dealing with this be- for thousands and thousands of years let's let's hypothetically say that there is a dozen their existence depends on i think there's more than a dozen but let's say let's say i'd say five thousand through the whole country the whole think about five thousand and joe boo does a lot of research well well, that's that's true i'm using a bfro um research they they estimate possibly five thousand in the continental USA. I'm going to have to cut you off there. How have 5,000 of these sons of bitches not heard about a Whataburger and went through their drive-thru? Some of the people look, that go through that drive-thru probably pass that's, for... That's what I was going to say. As there somebody that has worked at yeah. Whataburger, I can tell you there are people that come through that do look a lot like Sasquatch. <laughs> yeah. That, dumb, that no. damn thumb you had in that freezer was probably a Sam's Squanch. Yeah. They, what I was going to hey, say... It might have been. Part of the family tree. What I was going to say is um, you got to think about, let's say there's a a limited 12, 5,000, whatever the number is. Mm -hmm. Uh, That's a big gap. (laughs) It's a big gap. 12, 5,000. Give or take. Somewhere between there. Like procreation, though. Um, Yeah. You seem like if them being spread out in that small of a number, that they they would dwindle. Um, But then also you got to think, if they have uh, uh, offspring, you're telling me that some little child Sam Squanch hadn't wandered where he wasn't supposed to, and somebody caught him, or well, I've seen some hairy motherfuckers in the, in the military, so I don't know. I can well, I'm, I'm one. I can speak of it because I'm one of them too. I mean, if you caught me on a day, you probably shit, man, he's, look at that guy. He might be related to one of them, but. <laughs> Just for instance, and I'm um, using a re- reference from uh, Steve Ranella's podcast, he was uh, um, inter- interviewing Dan Flores. He had talked about coyotes. Like when coyotes 
they do kind of a census like and i may have brought that up on a duck hunting uh, trip that we had that they do a census they kind of bark out and holler out just to see who else is around and that if they don't get a good census reading they don't they'll start they'll start procreating i mean they'll they will um you know go into into heat if you will i'm not trying to cut you off here but i guarantee you if i heard a sam squanch out there putting out a sound i ain't going anywhere near that (laughs) i ain't making a sound i'm just shutting the hell up and i'm moving on yeah i think if these these things exist you have to assume they have a call an intelligence intelligence beyond a coyote or an animal that you could easily track into tracking well maybe that's they can logically think yeah and they know how to hide themselves but there's there's lots of sightings and evidence that there's something out there that resembles these things. But and the, it's they, also they do not want to be found. It's very weird that in the northwest of the United States and in parts of Asia around Nepal, the Yeti and things like that. These are very similar creatures mm-hmm. that fit the same profile. But these are like they're worlds apart. Yeah, that's ain't apples and oranges writings. Well, yeah. well, <laughs> let's go with say this is a prehistoric creature that's been around since you know the dawn of time or whatever. You had Pangaea, which was you know a supercontinent when everything was together. Maybe they were broken up. Maybe they were time. broken up. Yeah. 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 I different species or same species, but like Charles. It's like the theory of evolution with Charles Darwin. He talked about uh, the same type of bird. Being split, with being se- you have different beaks being separated. Uh, some some of the birds learn, you know, to get fruit and stuff, and some learn to get seeds off the ground. So their their beaks developed in different shapes. So maybe exactly. maybe you know you see that nowadays. Right. You know, birds going for fruit seed, and you got birds that don't give a shit about that, and they're like, I'm going for the fish and the seed. Well, that could be said about the same thing with like the Bering Land Bridge, because you you've got. The, the the connected uh, I guess you would say you know Europe to this right. part of the, to, of the of the world that where you had the uh, the flat what they call it the flat face bear the um, Bering Strait well yeah but there was a bear that it was like a huge oh, from, yeah I know it was from Asia to the United States or yeah Alaska. yeah it was it, I mean it, and it was feared you know I mean people. You know, fear that I guess that they call it the short face bear or something like that. But anyway, yeah. I mean, it's it's no longer, of course, in existence. Well, I mean, you have grizzlies and um, brown bear and what Kodiak. kind of what kind of bears are best? The Chicago Bears. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, I've never watched The Office. Oh no, Glass, uh, uh, or Galactica or whatever the hell it is. No, he says he's like. <laughs> Black bears, bears beats Battlestar Galactica. Yeah. <laughs> so well, that went over my head because I had never watched the. I mean, I've watched I a few things. Yeah, I watched Office. Yeah. I so, so going going back to Bigfoot, one of the most famous. Elements How do we know of Bigfoot, Bigfoot was in the Office? <laughs> it's <All right>. Dwight. <laughs> was he? <laughs> but uh, going back to the Bigfoot subject, one of the most famous elements of Bigfoot lore is obviously the famous. Patterson Gimlin Bigfoot film, which is the Zapruder film of so, Bigfoot. Exactly. Those of y'all wondering out there, of Bigfoot. Yep. Those of y'all wondering out there, every picture or video you may have seen, according to my good friend Danny over here, ties back to that video 
of him yeah. in the walking it, it, strut. In your mind's eye, if you're thinking of what Bigfoot looks like, you're probably thinking of the Bigfoot from this film. The Patterson-Gimlin film is the exactly the Zapruder film of Bigfoot. This is the what everyone goes mm-hmm. back to, what Bigfoot looks like. And so I'd like to get you guys' thoughts, what you think about it. Cause it so if you watch the film full speed, it's very shaky. You can't see yep. anything. It's like some guy in the woods, like flips up his camera. Real so I'm gonna, quick he, I'm gonna, he sees something crazy, and it's and you can't tell what's going so on. So you have to it watch it, slow nine, down, and stabilize. It was 1967 when this film was made, right? Yes. Were they on the reel back then? <laughs> so these guys, they were out in the woods. And I believe they were horseback riding. Um, they were doing some kind of documentary, whatever. I think they there. were looking for Bigfoots. I don't think they were. Were they? I, I thought it was just they were, they were doing some sort of like for horses or something like that. Yeah, they were, they, one of them was were, a retired uh, a rodeo clown, I believe. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I don't know. Anyways, <laughs> well, there, there's a connection there. about that, I think, because they they were trying to compare you know, connect that to the suit. You know, yeah. um, if he yeah. was wearing a suit or not, or whatever. So, kind of, you know, on our opinion on that, Danny, and what we think. I think, why is it that, you know, kind of going back to the, the whole Bible thing and, you know, what God wants you to see is what you're going to see. Why is it that every time we supposedly get a video or a picture of Bigfoot, it's blurry as all get out. You can't make out if that's a a Labrador shit pile or a tree stump when he's walking by. Well, I don't, I don't get elusive it. animals. We're talking about a film made in 1967. Some guys on but, horseback. Yeah, in the be that as it may, like, current pictures and videos where allegedly people see him, it's the same thing. We're well, over here in 4K looking at a blurry well, video. It's fake. Either it's fake, obviously, or it doesn't want to be seen. Yeah. I think it, what hurts it, it a lot is a lot of fake videos. And, and and that, or could it be, it. Could it yeah. be supernatural. Maybe it has well, powers beyond there's, there's but that too. But you look at the Patterson Gimlin film and they're out there in the woods and they see this thing and Patterson estimated that this thing was about seven foot six. Okay. And so we're gonna like a Chow Ming here. Yeah, we're talking Sean Bradley, but he's got some he's got some muscle on him. So I mean, you imagine Sean Bradley but he's jacked. I mean he's gotta be like six hundred pounds or something. It's something crazy. But I don't you, know, you but uh, I don't mean to cut you off there, Danny, but as we're really getting deep into this, the wind's picking up, and our Bigfoot chime over here is going off. <laughs> You're trying to say there's a squatch in the yard? You yeah, there's a squatch over here. It must be. He must be on the way. But Okay, so I want to <laughs> I want to get you guys' thoughts on the walk. What Do you think this looks like a guy in a suit, or does this look like a giant creature walking? Why is it like a Steve Martin doing a strut and the jerk? So, <laughs> well, he's walking, okay, and... So the footage, if you want to get a clear view of it, and I think this sort of distorts it, is the footage has to be slowed down so that you can see it clearly. Yeah. So it makes it look like he's like just kind of walking real slow, but he's actually walking pretty quickly. Can I yeah, start? He's first? got a quick walk. Let's go with Joe Boo's take well, on this. Well, just let me describe it. So he's he's walking. He's got a very it seems like deliberate long stride. He's got long arms. He's got a super huge broad shoulder and giant back. So this guy is doing some lats, some lat pull downs. He's doing some rows in the gym. I don't know what's going on. This guy is huge. It just doesn't and, seem like it just doesn't seem like a costume to me. And he keeps looking over his, show, his shoulder like he's really concerned. 
Yeah. Because he's, got, he's walking quick. Yeah, yeah it's got some big old tickle bitties. Be <laughs> uh, what, what did you call him, Zeth? What, Shapiro what? <laughs> well, yeah, the Kazar, it's the Kazar milkers. <laughs> look, this thing is, is uh, it's probably a female, actually. I mean, if you look at the that's, chest, that's, that's the rumor, yeah. Yeah, or yeah, that's but, the, uh, the belief, I think. So it's Sasquatch, yeah, Joe, Sasquatch you, is a woman? Looking at this thing, being an outdoorsman, does this look like a man in a costume, or does this look like a creature? I can tell you the first time I ever saw that, and it was um, when I when I first saw it, it was it was on like a, a I don't know if it was like Wallace Wildlife. It was some sort of hunting show or something, and they were referring to that because of the area that they were hunting, and they just kind of showed a clip of it. And from that point, I did a lot of um, you know looking into it. At the time, we didn't you know we don't have internet whenever I was a kid, so. Everything was done through like encyclopedias, and there was always a little history blurb about you know uh, uh, the Patterson Gimlin film. But when I saw it, it, of course, my first thought was like, "That's real." I mean, and even whenever I look at it today, and I know people would shake their head and go, "You know, you're crazy." As much as I've looked at it, and I've even looked at it in HD format you know a real clear video i don't see any kind of zippers i don't see any kind of elastic that's you know wrinkling or or like um an, an outline of anything like you know when when women wear um, uh, mm-hmm. yoga pants and they've got underwear underneath and you can see the line nothing like that you don't see any panty lines or any underwear lines and i can say i'm glad we don't see panty lines on that. <laughs> yeah, it'd be a little well, shocking yeah but I mean, another thing is, is you just look at the size of this thing and the look at the proportions of the joints where the elbows swing, yeah. where the knees swing. It doesn't look like a human. It looks like so, this thing really has long arms and they're swinging because he's got a, a huge. I, uh, what is your what is your upper arm, upper arm bone? I forgot what yeah. it's called. Not your forearm, but it's got long uh, upper arm and really long forearms. It's got and the stride. stride. The strides are massive. Yeah, and because I think if they were thinking, you know, from people, if you've never heard of a Bigfoot or never heard of a of a um, um, a man, a Sasquatch or whatever, it, you know, their first thought is we're going to make any kind of ape-like thing. I wouldn't think. I think they would try to make that person do something like what a gorilla would do whenever they're walking across. Um, Make it more ape-like and yeah, not more human-like. You know, hunch down and more acting like that way. You know, knuckle dragging. You know, or yeah. using his front, you know, his front arms, all that kind of stuff. I would think they would do something like that instead of just saying, "Hey, just get in the suit and walk off and let's and, see you from a an, distance." And another thing is that if this was a, if this was like a hoax, like okay, we're going to set up this thing. Like the original footage, when you watch it in real time, it's like. It's so quick, and he's fumbling the camera because it seems like he's freaking out. Like you barely get a glimpse of it in real time. Yeah. You have to really slow it down. You have to. And I don't think that was deliberate it. either. Yeah, and you have to stabilize it, which is like a really modern film technique, as far as I know. Sure. To really get a good look at this thing, and it holds yeah. up all these years later. Yeah. Yeah, it's just, and then you can look at the. There's these big, like, massive trees behind, and you look at those trees and relative size to the. The creature, that thing is huge, man. I don't know. I, I think they, I, 
they would have taken the approach like if we were out in the duck like when we were went duck hunting this past season and we were Mm -hmm. walking through the woods early in the morning to get to a spot i mean we got fooled by some some uh some some wood frogs that sounded like a bunch of ducks and just just imagine at first light we had something off in the distance go walking across say it's 100 yards away and we're trying to zoom in with our phones we're not going to get a very clear picture and we're also going to be freaking out because we're like ourselves we're telling ourselves that's real something that's that's not normal yeah your adrenaline's pumping you're trying to get a good shot you're not going to be stable when you're when you're filming that or trying to look at it i mean not like it would be like if you were looking at with your bare eyes you know um so so a video I watched, they were talking about because what's important to remember about this film was that it was taken in '67. Yeah, and they were talking about that they showed this film to Disney, and they showed it to Universal, and they said, "Do you think this could be a suit?" And they said, "We don't have the technology to make a suit that looks like that." Yeah, you know, in 1967, like that would have been cutting edge stuff. Nowadays, yeah, you know, you could get away with it. But back then, they said they could make anything that looks like that. Well, and the yeah. theory was that uh, it's a, a theory I saw going around that the guy that made uh, the prosthetics and stuff for Planet of the Apes did this. Yeah. And the counter argument to that was, well, why would this well-known Hollywood you know, prosthetic guy make this for some, you know, guy in the woods to take a shaky video of. Yeah. And if so, why wouldn't he use those skills and put them in movies mm-hmm. instead of having it be on this, this guy walking through the woods? Well, and yeah, they're saying this, it's yeah. just not plausible. This random video looks better than Star Wars. <laughs> yeah, especially yeah. for the time. You know, and Star Wars was what, 77? Ten years later. Ten years later. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, I mean, you look at Chewbacca and Star Wars. I guess that's like something you compare it to. And they had to get a guy that's like seven foot tall to do that, and it still doesn't look as good as this. No. So things I've seen, they were talking about the stride, Mm -hmm. and like how you can see the uh, muscle movement and stuff like that on him. And they said if it was a man in a suit, it would have to be a giant man. Like he would have to be huge. Yeah, and to be able to walk like that on the terrain that it's on would be super uncomfortable. But if you watch this video, the Bigfoot is walking just like he everyday walks. Like it's not like a man struggling to try to keep up a walk. You know, try to walk like he's not used to. This thing is like trying to get away, and it's walking quick, and it's looking over its shoulder. You know, not only would I love to hear. Uh, a hunter's point of view on Bigfoot experiences but a trucker's point of view bring it in a little closer Tyler an 18 wheelers you know someone that drives an 18 wheeler their point of view because they're on the road day and night and you know I know a lot of uh, all other stories you know it could be a little hazy you know maybe you know lack of sleep and stuff like that but uh, you know, I've heard a lot of stories from them. You know, you know, Bigfoot sightings. You know, maybe in their rearview mirror, 
which is kind of hard to believe, you know, being that they're hauling a trailer unless they're, you know, without a trailer. <laughs> um, but the guys that are out really out there in the middle of the night, you know, because it's very rare that we're out there, you know, two, three in the morning driving around and hunting or anything. Yeah. Yeah. You know, the latest I've ever been out was like leaving the casino and that's like maybe midnight, one in the morning. Yeah. So do we think maybe Bigfoot's nocturnal? I think so. I can believe that, yeah. Why Why would you put yourself in that situation? You know, go on to our special warfare. Danny can, t- can attest to this in our military. Majority of their missions revolve around the cloak of the night. Why? Because that gives you just an extra advantage yeah. against, you know, whatever enemy there may be. Why would you go out there broad daylight? Oh, here we are. Drop from and the sky. And Bigfoot color. <laughs> yeah, even with your and best stealth technology, you're not going to go out in daylight, I mean, you know. Yeah. So. I mean, what yeah, do you have be, to say about that, Danny? I mean, yeah, it's definitely true. The cover of darkness is an advantage to whoever is more comfortable and able to operate in darkness, right? So... <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> there you go. Um, it could be nocturnal. I mean, that would that would make sense that it does most of its oper- operations are moving around at night, and that's why you don't see it very often. Obviously, this Patterson Gimlin film is like broad daylight, uh, you know, noon or something. Uh, so, I mean, I guess it's possible they could go out during the day. I'm sure. I'm sure that Bigfoot one got caught on on camera as soon as they went back to like uh, Bigfoot camp. They were all just like, "Oh, you idiot!" Yeah, they were super pissed. Are you kidding me? Well, the one guy comes out here with a camera and you walk right in front of him. So, something I found really interesting that I hadn't thought about, but somebody examining the uh, the film, they were talking about. There's a line. On the Bigfoot's thigh, you can see in the video. It's a little. It's like a light discoloration in the fur, and along its like rib cage, is also there. And they were saying, "Well, why would that be? Why would there be this discoloration?" And they were saying, "A Bigfoot walks everywhere. That's his main. It, that's its only form of transportation is walking." Yeah. And so they were saying, with its gait the way it is, from the way we see it walking in the video, yeah. it's swinging arms, and its hands are constantly, its knuckles or fingers and all that, are constantly grazing right about its thigh level. So if it walks all day, it's wearing a spot in its fur from where its its knuckles are touching. Huh? That makes a lot of sense to me, because if you yeah. think about... You, you buy a costume, right? It's going to have, like, a kind of perfect distribution of fur, right? But if you think of, like, a monkey out in the wild, he's going to have scars. He's going to have scratches. He's going to have whatever. And you watch this film, and there definitely is, like, light spots in the fur. You can see, yeah, you can see spots on, on it where it looks like, you know, who knows, something happened. But Yeah, it's had it's, wear and tear on it. It's not, like, 100, 100% uniform like a costume would be. It's, like, it looks like... Like if a man had back hair, you and know. And not to discredit, it's you know, movie editing back in the day. You know, they didn't have that yeah. fucking technology back in the day. You know, they weren't just, over here, you know, would, doing fine print, you know, you know, it, it hair take, on a dog's ass editing. You know, they were. It would, it would take so much to go into to make this fake, and it's way out deep in the woods out there. They're on horseback. 
I just I just don't believe it's fake. What I think gives it a lot of credibility is, like I said, a lot of it for me goes into the time it was made. So in 1967, you could, you know, if you and your buddies thought, hey, we're going to go out, we're going to make a Bigfoot scene, and we're going to make a big deal about it, you put on a gorilla suit, and I'm going to shake the camera around, and... I'm only going to get you for three seconds. (laughs) Yeah, and we're going to be like, this is a Bigfoot. And then people be like, oh, shit, that's real. You know, look at a Bigfoot. But all these years later, it's in 4K, it's slowed down, it's stabilized, and people still are like, man, I don't know. Things aren't adding up. They put, if it was fake, they put so much attention to detail in getting every aspect of it to not be, you know, human. It's for like, like you said, for three seconds of film, it doesn't yeah. seem plausible. And something well, that, to think about, who the hell thought about that? You know, if, if it was fake, who thought of this idea of Bigfoot? They had to have well, seen I, it somewhere before. No wonder was there, like there, saw there, a seven, almost eight foot tall guy and was like, damn, you're hairy. There, there were stories of Bigfoot going back much before 1967. And that was yeah. one of the, like, after we get done with the Patterson-Gimlin film, I want to talk about this uh, one story that stood out to me when I've ever looked into Bigfoot stuff is, yeah, there's stuff that goes, that has happened before 1967. So it's definitely conceivable that people in 67 would be aware of Bigfoot. Even back in the uh, uh, Native American times. That's what I was going to yeah, say. Yeah. Shit, imagine what they went through back in the day before we went well, to colonize well, this bitch. There's that- tribes that say, there's like legends and stuff from tribes that have been passed down yeah. that say they live among this creature. Yeah. Okay, well, what that, would they have to ties, make up, though? That, like, that Why would they lie in, about that? That ties in great into the yeah. story Hieroglyphics. I wanted to paint. I can't talk. Yeah. Cavemen Cave paintings, I should say, yeah, that, that depicted, you know, them at the time. What was what what would you what do you call that whenever you um and I'm drawing a blank and I feel like an idiot, but what do they call that whenever you tear something around your your uh lower ab- ab- abdominal area? Um, a groin? Or uh, what do you call it? A groin uh uh like a, it tears and then you're like your intestine will poke out. What do they call that? No, I don't oh, uh, the, the turning cough test. Uh. Damn it. Hemorrhoid? No. No, not a, not a hemorrhoid. hemorrhoid. Pretty damn close, but we're on the other Bigfoot end. Bigfoot needed some preparation H. Damn it. I don't know what you're talking about. Hernia. 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 There you go. Hernia. Damn yeah, yeah, How yeah. can I couldn't think of that? All right. A hernia. Going back to the Gimlin film real quick. They noticed that there were like spots in the abdominal area or somewhere on the body that was like a herniated spot on them that was kind of dangling whenever uh, she was walking. And I also might add just real quickly that I can believe that's a female because if you look at certain females, not all of them, where are you going out of here? <laughs> but some females, they have a large buttocks area. Large breasts. We're on the glutes, huh? And when you look at a person, oh. and I'm, hey, oh, um, are you, you trying look, to say Bigfoot's thick? <laughs> she, he's thick. Got some booty. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, looking, looking at her, it's like, yeah, she was built for procreating. 
Childbearing, childbearing. Yeah, I mean, like you can see certain women nowadays, and you'll see them. You're like, yeah, they're kind of built. So on your point, I don't want to cut you off, but I just did. You notice when we go deer hunting, Mm -hmm. what do you see mostly? Does does yeah, which are females. Yeah. Yeah, you may be seeing predominantly females. Why? Because the bucks are too damn smart to be putting them in a situation yeah, they, to be caught by the They let the does the go do all the searching and looking for stuff. and they, Exactly. Like, oh, it's you think that might be the same thing with Bigfoot? I can believe that, yeah. So, Joe, you're saying that the Bigfoot in this Patterson film is the equivalent of a Kim Kardashian Bigfoot? Hey, man, you know what? They're pretty... Fucking big idiots. So. I'd say, yeah. I mean, she's built for procreating. You yeah. know, I mean, this is a this is, this is a bigfoot broodmare. It's but, it's all uh, about yeah. attraction to the opposite sex, right? I mean, so he, you know, Mister Bigfoot's out there trolling the woods, and he's like, hey. you know what? I'm tired, but look at that. But seriously, <laughs> that video, think about it. If that video think, got my interest. Yeah, but if you think about it, majority of the time when you see a game animal out in the wild, you're seeing the female version of it. Yeah. Why? Mm-hmm. Because the male is like, I ain't going out there. Especially I ain't putting myself in that situation. Yeah, especially if it's a large Bear, deer, whatever you name it. Hell, you can even catch a fish. Half the time you're catching a female fish over well, a male yeah, fish. Sometimes, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I can buy that. I mean, that's, what, so I mean, that's the appealing part about a, of, of her look. It's like, yeah. I mean, you like you look at some people and you think, yeah, they're in, in you, and usually they've got a few kids or so in tow with them, and you're like, oh yeah, she's built for for that. That's also weird <laughs> that you've never it. seen a video or a picture of a child Bigfoot, an adolescent Bigfoot. They just they born seven foot six. No, no. but anyway, you were uh, Devin. You were asking Danny. Uh, you yeah, were so Danny, question. you were talking about how it. It tied into the the Native American uh, lore. And yeah, so you, you mentioned that. And so there's a famous story from 1924 in Washington State at Mount St. Helens. And it kind of ties into this uh, a Native American legend about a, a tribe of basically Bigfoot. That's not their name for it. But uh, so I'll just go through what happened is. Largefoot? So Mount- <laughs> Yeah, yeah, large foot. That's what the native call it. Uh, one foot that was big. You know, I think that was their name. But anyways, so Mount, Mount St. Helens uh, in Washington State, it's a famous, I think it's volcanic. It's exploded before, right? There was yeah. a big explosion sometime. Anyway, so there's a, there's a section of it called Ape Canyon, and Ape Canyon got the name from this incident. It's very famous in 1924. So... In 1924, there was a group of miners. They were out there mining, and they had an encounter with a a, a group of several what they called ape men in 1924. Um, so the first thing that happened was one of their sons, there was a, a younger kid that was with them, he came up upon a group of quote-unquote gorilla men near where they had a small cabin for their mining trips. And I sent the picture of that cabin in the, in the chat. But uh, it came upon this group of eight men. They were giant. They were, it was about eight miles from the lake. And these animals had, they had erect human-like strides. They were covered with long back 
black hair. They had big ears, like four inches long, four toes, short and stubby. Uh, they said each one was about 400 pounds. So one of the people that came across them, who was scared out of his mind about this damn thing, shot one of them, shot one of them three times. And this uh, Bigfoot, so to speak, fell off the cliff. So later that night, they all go back to their cabin. They had a cabin out there in this place called that's now called Ape Canyon. They go back to the cabin, and in the middle of the night, they're woken up by huge stones hitting the outside of the cabin. The cabin. I don't mean to cut <laughs> you off here, Danny. Uh, what are you, What are you talking about again? To recap. So th- this is in 1924, <laughs> Mount St. Helens, uh, Washington. These okay. miners come across a group of Bigfoot. Okay, okay. Uh, big big feet here. creatures. And one of them shoots one a couple times, and this yeah. thing falls off a cliff, right? So they go back to their cabin later that night, and they're woken up in the middle of the night when huge stones became, become pelting down in the cabin. Because they're like, they're they're down on this low point, sort of below a, a big cliff in, the, in this canyon. Yeah. So there's a group of what they claim are big feet, <laughs> Bigfoots, Whatever you call them, I got some big ass feet. <laughs> yeah, and they're just Watches. pelting this 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 cabin with with stones all through the night. And uh, one one guy gets hit, uh, and he's unconscious for two hours. And after the night ends, uh, the attackers disappear, and the man the the people run for their lives out of the woods. Um, yeah, they never found any more evidence of them. They found some. Well, okay, they found some footprints, fourteen inch footprints. But they never really found anything else from it. But it went on the front page of the Oregonian newspaper in July of 1924. Oregonian, <clears throat> yeah. <laughs> and, and one of the things that was mentioned in the in the newspaper was that these big apes are recognized. And this is a quote from the, the the news article in the newspaper story: "Are recognized by Northwestern Indians as none other than the Siatic tribe of Indians." Siatic is a Klallam pronunciation. Northwestern Indians have long kept the history of the Seatic tribe a secret because the tribe is the skeleton in the Northwestern Indians' closet. The Indians have never divulged the existence of the tribe because the Indians know the white man would not believe the stories regarding the Seatic tribe. So, Danny, I thought you were going to say it was the, the CIA tribe. Yeah. Every Indian, especially <laughs> the Puget Sound tribes, is familiar with the history of these strange giant Indians, and they are sometimes referred to by local Indians. So, Danny, on the the Native American uh, Bigfoot sighting topic, do you think that the American government, you know, gave them their, uh, what do you call them? Reservations. Reservations. They have Bigfoot reservations? You know, kept them on (laughs) on these reservations to prevent them from, you know, spreading stories like this. I, I don't know if that is the reason, but there's a lot of weirdness that goes on in North America. But the Native and Americans have, have you, had the most information under, on this, right? They do, and they also don't because they don't have recorded history. They just have legends and tales passed well, they down, right? The, the markings but, and caves and stuff like yeah, that it, and stones. Yeah, and, so they, they, they have a little bit, but they don't. It's not re- recorded in like written history to like definitely like reference. You know, it's legends well, you that know you our government. Down. You know, they're not going to include that in our history. 
Exactly, but you got to think about in the history of of the world and mankind. Like, you know, we've only been on this continent for about, you know, barely four hundred years, really. Exactly. It, yeah, but who, how long have the Native Americans been here, though? Uh, a few thousand, you know, since the crossing the Bering Strait. A few thousand like a, compared like to our four hundred, give or take. Yeah, so I mean, you got to kind of give a little credit to some of these, uh, some of these these legends, and and I, and I bring up this this Ape Canyon story because that happened in 1924, right? Yeah. But that's not the last incident that happened directly in this exact canyon. There's been more since. Mm-hmm. So the next uh, famous story that happens is a skier goes missing, okay? Is this recent? I mean, obviously it's recent. I don't this know was, this was in the 50s. So this, is, this is like 30, over 30 years later, in the 50s, okay? So these guys are going skiing, and he goes around this the spot kind of up high to take a picture of the group as they were down below him. And this is in that same canyon off Mount St. Helens. It's called Ape Canyon because yeah. of the original incident. And unexplicably, for no reason, this guy just, like, takes off down the hill in, like, some really crazy, super steep spot that any experienced skier, which he was, would not do. He just he just go he takes off for some reason and they couldn't tell why, and it looks like he was pursued. That's the theory is that he was pursued. He jumped over these large crevasses and was just flying down the 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 slope. Yeah, and then he went off this cliff and was never seen again. They didn't find him at the bottom of the canyon. Just they, like the Bigfoot that got shot. They they they, they tracked him. Uh, they never found any of his equipment. The only thing they found was a was a camera roll at the original spot where he was taking pictures at first. So y'all bring y'all keep on bringing up cliffs, canyons, and mm-hmm. I know you know a few of y'all haven't watched the the man that killed Hitler and then Bigfoot. Zach, you've seen that movie, right? Yeah, I watched it. What was the main fight at in that movie? Not a cliff. Exactly. So why is Bigfoot and cliffs and canyons a reoccurring theme? Well, there's it's you just like on a, the edge of danger over here. Well, see, in up in the Panhandle of uh, Texas, up near Amarillo, the, there's a, the Caprock Canyons, and Native Americans there. There's buffalo that are, are native uh, up there, and the Native Americans would take the buffalo and herd them all to a canyon and then push them off the or you know with their horses kind of uh herd yeah and herd them off the side of the canyon yeah uh, because mm-hmm. it was easier to kill them that way so it might be that kind of situation where you know you you're they can't you can't fight them per se so if you can just back them up and get them that way it's, it's a lot easier to like take a them. tactic yeah so you're saying the yeah. sasquatch are using the cliffs as strategic I wouldn't say the Sasquatch, but maybe human beings are using uh, cliffs to their advantage. I mean, if I was going to get in a fight with a damn Bigfoot, you know, I'd probably want to have them backed up in between a rock and a hard place. Well, you, yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead, Joe. That's right. No, I, I was going to say we were talking about like movies and, and things like that to kind of get people's interest 
And uh, if, if if any of y'all watched uh, Willow Creek, what's that about? That no. was um, Bob. He, he, well, I don't know if y'all know who he is. It was kind of my generation. Uh, Bobcat Goldwaite. Mm-hmm. He did a movie. It was um, it, basically the movie says is a man and his girlfriend camp in the woods to capture firsthand evidence of Bigfoot, and they get attacked. You don't see the Bigfoot, but it's kind of like a Blair Witch Project type sensation. You ever watched that movie? That Not because yeah. it's so terribly made, but have y'all seen Blair Witch Project? It's yeah. like you don't sure see anything because he doesn't dabble in that. But and it, Seth and or uh, Danny and Devin, have y'all seen that? Yeah, I watched it. Me and Sierra watched it. That's a yeah, that's a that's time. a cryptic ass movie. Well, this is kind of the same way, but. I mean, really, it's a, it's a pretty good movie. I mean, I, I'm not gonna lie; it's it's not my favorite Bigfoot movie by any means, but um, but it's up there. Yeah, it's 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 <laughs> re- yeah, it's cool because it gives you suspense, and you don't get to see, but you get to hear, and you get to see what you know what's going on outside of their tent. And uh, I'm not gonna give away the whole thing, but um, you also you out there watch it. Yeah, because it's um, it, what what's interesting about it is that it, it's it's kind of a what people would say like whenever they have eyewitness uh, testimony, they talk about they were in their tent and they hear footsteps and they hear a grunt or they hear somebody something brush up against their tent, and you know, kind of a side note that's kind of what made me jump up one night or that morning when we were in uh, White Oak uh, Reservation for duck hunting. And Danny kind of just got up in the middle of the night. Yeah, so and so I jumped up and that. I was you, like, you, "What the hell?" You know, I was like, "Dude, somebody just walked in our tent." <laughs> you know. So give us the play-by-play of that because I haven't heard this story. Yeah, well, I mean, I don't. This is not like a true event type thing. So, but it's before he gets too deep into it. I'll start with mine. He spent about thirty minutes jacking around with his uh, sleeping bag. His sleeping bag. Boy, that took forever. I mean, that was like a comedic show right there. Him trying to get comfortable in that sleeping bag, and then yeah, you know, me and the the Zetharias over here. I mean, we were out. You know, as soon as he got comfortable, but apparently, you know, Danny and my dad have sleep paralysis or something because they were up pretty much all night. I can get no sleep last night. Yeah, I mean, so you had a you had a sleep paralysis Sasquatch. Well. I, 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 I was, had to go to the bathroom in the middle of the night. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Sasquatch held his uh his yeah. worm if you have to if you get what I'm saying here. Yeah, Danny did. I mean Danny <laughs> got up. I knew he got up to use the restroom, but that wasn't what spooked me is is because just remembering it, it may have had something to do with this movie, may have not have it. Just, you know, because you're in the woods and you hear your mind plays tricks on you. Sounds and noises and you know, your mind starts wondering and you're like what what is all this? But when when Danny had jumped up, I guess it might have been because earlier in the evening before we went to bed, mm-hmm. um, there's always been eyewitness accounts and even like this BFRO people uh, that do that big finding Bigfoot. They talk about they hear like monkey chatter out in the woods. And before we went to sleep, and Tyler was still awake. I think Zeth kind of went ahead and dozed off. 
Danny might have been with us a little bit. I don't know because I didn't hear him comment on I it. I do remember that, though, because we were talking about it yeah. before we went to bed. It was like, it, it damn near sounded like we were in a damn zoo. Yeah, because all the, you, you hear the owls at night. You hear those damn owls. Very loud. They were going off. Coyotes, owls. Yeah, the owl. Yeah, that we heard the owl that I heard. It was like woo, woo, woo. Speaking woo, woo. of owls, and then it just kind of went on to a like so that. So speaking of owls, and it sounded like you, a chimp. A before monkey, you go too huh. far into the the monkey aspect, yeah. What was that movie? Me and you went and saw um, in the theaters. Encounters of the Third Kind. Oh no, 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 no. it wasn't that. It was a uh, that was an older movie, but the newer movie. Uh, was it Burning t- Skies? No, 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 it was, no, it was an alien movie. Oh, Danny, you know what we're talking about? Fourth in, or something? Uh-huh. Fourth Encounter. No, it was the Third Kind. Wasn't it had it? that girl Yankovic or whatever that did the, the uh, evil res- Resident, Resident Evil, evil? Movie, movies. Oh yeah, yeah. So kind uh, of what got me Close with those Encounters owls. of the Fourth Kind. Yeah, 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 that's what it was. Yeah, and I don't, I don't fuck with Alice because of that. You but, know, ever since that movie, because if you ever watch it, <laughs> listeners out there, if you watch that movie, the whole basis around that movie is an owl. Yeah, like the outside the window looking in. I don't know. Well, turns so. comes to find out is that owl is that your headset? <laughs> you want to do with that owl is a technically an alien. Yeah, a little spider on. Hey, yeah. So, a, a quick aside, you say that about the owls and the aliens. So, it doesn't have it to do with Bigfoot, but it does have to do with owls and aliens. So, there was this old man that lived down the street from us, right? Yeah. And he had this truck for sale. It was an 81 uh, Ford F100. And so, my dad was interested because the old man hadn't been driving it for a while. So we went down there. He had put a for sale sign on it. We bought it. And uh, so we go into his house to sign, uh, you know, the title over and the paperwork and all that stuff. And he has these weird, like, rocks or potatoes or something. But they're wrapped in foil, and they're sitting in his windowsill. And we're like, "Eh, that's kind of weird. And he has, like, the blackout curtains over the windows. And so we go into the the back of his house. Like, he wants us to go into his bedroom to get the shit out instead Uh-oh. of him bringing it to the... Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> and uh, so he, he gets out the title and this and that, oh. and we sign it over. And he's like, hey, I got this uh, I got this book I want y'all to have. I wrote it. And we're like, oh, all right. All right. And so he had laminated these pieces of paper with like little uh, short stories on them but he did illustrations for them too and these illustrations had that same owl look like with the really big eyes and stuff like from that movie I don't know what you're talking about and the yeah you know what I'm talking about like the big eyes like the big dark like and so and his book was like weird. It was about like these aliens like coming down and raping these women and stuff. And we were like, this is some weird shit. And so we take the truck home, and it's it's not acting right. It doesn't want to start. And my dad, he's he's like a real good mechanic. He knows his his stuff about cars, and he cannot get it to run. It's like spitting. It's it's not working right. And so like a week or two goes by. 
and we have this book sitting on the table. And my mom was like, oh, we got to get this shit out of here. I'm tired of looking at it. It's weird. <laughs> so she throws it in the trash. <laughs> she throws it in the trash. Well, it's in the trash. Trash gets taken out, whatever. The book's gone. Truck starts right up. What? No problems with it. We drive that truck for like the next 10 years. No problems. What? That's Some weird crazy. shit going on. Yeah. That sounds like our next episode on seats taken. Yeah, we're going to have to... Uh, man, we've gotten so deep into this, I could go on for hours about this, and I know everybody's got things they got to get home. And, and Well, hold up. Before we wrap up with this, Tyler keeps <laughs> going on about we all have our Bigfoot stories. Mm-hmm. I want to hear everybody's Bigfoot story. I can't... I'll start this one, and if y'all want to piggyback or whatever y'all want to do off this or have y'all's own experience. I'll end, and it'll be quick. Um, I don't know if it was Bigfoot. You know, we've all been out in the woods, and, you know, I don't know if it's, you know, the devil playing mind tricks on us or whatever it may be, but I believe there's always something out there, something looking at us, something plotting something and you know you take that for what it may be but I'm sure we've all came across our fair share of Sam's clenches well do you have an example like a close encounter that you had maybe you were out looking for a tire and come across one yeah me personally no I don't think Bigfoot wants to mess with me But uh, I've heard stories of Bigfoot, and uh, one of them uh, was a close friend of mine and my my grandmother's. He's a a truck driver, and he was driving down the road one night, and, you know, he kind of saw something in his rearview mirror. You know, it wasn't no human. He was down an interstate, three, four in the morning. You know, who the hell is going to be out there walking, panhandling? And it was just this large a object. Bigfoot? Pretty much. It was I think it was out near the Arizona, you know, Colorado, you know, area. You know, heading out north near towards uh, California and you know, he just looked in his rearview mirror and he was like, Something was there. You know, and it didn't seem right, you know, this isn't no human, this isn't a car broke down. None of that. You know, or just something standing there walking down the road it wasn't something that he saw driving by but in his rearview mirror and that kind of ties into you know you know bigfoot hiding himself from the right. people and it was maybe just a slip up hmm. but i think that you know the next person we should ask is uh zeth over here yeah zeth you got a bigfoot story yeah mm-hmm so the, the monster truck, or okay. I was in St. Louis, Missouri, home of the Bigfoot, the original monster truck, and we went to their shop, and that's about it. We looked, we saw the monster truck. Is that a you get a, is a true a true story? That's a true they, story. And you have a good show, they or confirmed real? Do what? Well, there you have it, folks. <laughs> Bigfoot is in St. Louis, Missouri. That's right. <laughs> That's the hot spot. Where you should be. Bigfoot 1 and Bigfoot 5 in the same shop. You can go see them. What about the Bigfoots in between? I don't know where they're at. All right, Danny. Uh, Well, 
Yeah. Yeah. You got a Danny? Bigfoot story, Danny? Damn it, Danny. I've never seen him. Danny, you never seen him out there in the Ranger Regiment? They stay away from us. We're heavily armed. I don't think Bigfoot cares. That's not really Bigfoot country. That's a small game country out you there. You never seen Bigfoot, Bigfoot on the hooch? You got no. He doesn't. He doesn't cruise the hooch. You know, uh, cruising the hooch. He's never been hotter than a hoochie coochie. No, he's he's not a he's not a hooch man. You, There's a certain big, kind of person Bigfoot that can Alan Jackson. The and Bigfoot is not a, a hooch cruiser. Okay, I've never seen him on the hooch. Uh, in a, I can't believe you've never seen him. Kind of, the Bigfoot kind of hooching. Yeah, never seen him in a pontoon or anything like that. Bigfoot strikes me as a, a barge man. So yeah. you got he's trying to be like a more of a, a bullet bourbon kind of guy. He's mm, like uh, a man. What do you what do you call it? Is it a deciduous forest? I think that's a that's a Bigfoot territory. So who right, hasn't well, uh, given their story? I guess well, Devin, I got a big I got a Bigfoot story, kind of. So uh, I've seen uh, on TV taking a shit one night on the Devil's Bowl. Potty. Similar. It was similar. Yeah. I saw a Bigfoot come under the stall. <laughs> she, some of them kids look like Bigfoot. Yeah. Shit. But uh, so anyway, I've seen on TV and on the internet and stuff like that uh, that Big Bigfoot will make a. It's almost like a, a, a teepee structure out of small trees. Yeah, that they'll like take them and they'll uproot them and they'll lean them against a larger tree and make like a, a teepee shape, like a triangle out of it. And so, me and a friend of mine, we were up in Wyoming. We were like in the middle of nowhere. I think it was. How were uh, you doing, in Wyoming? I used to live in Colorado. What does that do with my Wyoming? <laughs> because we were living close to Wyoming. We were like thirty miles from there. Well, that's a mistake. <laughs> Tell me about it. But uh, <laughs> anyway, so we were up there, and we were like in the middle of nowhere. I think it was called Red Feather, something like that. And we're in the middle of nowhere, the woods. And the only gun we have is I brought my grandpa's twenty-two revolver that he bought in the 50s that has no safety and I've got it crammed in my pocket with no holster. You weren't strapped? I was strapped, but with a twenty-two. No, you weren't strapped then. So it, it wasn't going to take down a Bigfoot. But anyway, so I'm pocket carrying that thing. We're up. We're like going towards this uh, this ridge. There's a there like we're going through the woods. There's this clearing. Then there's like a tree line, and then there's this large ridge that goes up and we're trying to get to the ridge because we're going to climb up there and try to get to the top and that's going to be the end of our day and then we're going to go back go get in the tent go sleep oh. and uh, so we get to the tree line and we go in there and it's I'd say it's probably about 5 o'clock yeah. and we get in there and we see the teepee and it's not like some campers you know, picked up uh, dead wood and stuff and leaned it up there. These were like full-size small trees that had been uprooted 
yeah. that were leaned up against these trees. And we were like, oh, shit. That's crazy. And I, I had remembered seeing on TV about the Bigfoot that would do that. And so that, like, that kind of gave me the chills and stuff to see that. Because it was so intentionally placed. It wasn't like, you know, somebody just threw it up there. Didn't look natural. And, yeah. And we were in the middle of nowhere. It wasn't like we were following a trail that people went on and stuff. We were like, we had just went up into the woods and then just started walking. And we found this. And it was really creepy. And But we didn't see any Bigfoot or didn't hear anything weird. We just saw that like Bigfoot teepee and it was it was really freaky Whoa. I'm a strong believer in like I said earlier um, there is some things in whatever your religion may be but your God our God may not want you to see and like I said earlier um, that Marine that I talked to all he you know, for all he could do, he could not look at that object that was in the corner of his eye. And, you know, no That's matter what he wanted to do. And maybe Sasquatch just isn't something that we're meant to see. That's why a lot of the videos and pictures that we see is just this blurry bullshit. And it almost seems fake to some people. So I guess to wrap things up, oh, we can don't go forget around. me. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Joe Boo, what's your? Yeah, it's it's quick. I big promise. sock experience. I promise. And it, it's it may not be solely um, uh, Bigfoot cent- you know, centered around Bigfoot, but just because of my imagination and just because of stuff that I would hear and see and believe out in the woods um there was a time and of course i'm in the city limits of garland texas so um it's kind of out of the ordinary to think bigfoot would come to my house but in garland in garland yeah of all places but must have been around duck creek or something i did well about a mile and a half to be honest and so what had happened with me is I woke up and I was, it felt like somebody was pulling me. Now, this might be a UFO talk segment too, as far as that goes, but half of my body was hanging out a window of the bedroom that I was staying in. And this was just shortly after I had been out to my nanny's house out in East Texas, and she lived out on a lake house. Is that Palestine? area no no towards wills point wills point and there's been sightings out there too in van zant county high van zant county shout out mm, i don't want to be out there in the middle of the <laughs> shout out to van zant. <laughs> yeah shout out to van zant and that was something that always stuck in my head because i was literally hanging halfway out the window and um whatever it was whatever was going through my head at the time but Something was trying to pull me out the window. And That's I, terrifying. I blamed it on Bigfoot. I blamed it on aliens. I blamed it on everything. And my mom said, well, you know, we took the air conditioner out of the window. Maybe you were, you know, 
rolling around your bed because my bed was close to the window. Maybe you just got a little too close to it and you started falling out. <laughs> I said, well, <laughs> I don't know, but something was grabbing me. I felt like something was grabbing me. So it could have been. How long ago was this? This was back whenever I was about six, seven years old. Oh, wow. that was about okay. 50 years ago. <laughs> yeah, a long time ago. But, you know, those experiences like that, you know. Yeah, you don't forget something like that. Yeah, it, it spooks you. But uh, So, tonight, anyway. take away from any future episodes, um, I'm going to make the call now. Say look forward to uh, a UFO episode. I can dig it. Is Danny still did. with us, or did he uh, bail out? Yeah, 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 I'm here. Well, hello, hello, Danny. What's <laughs> going on there? We're gonna go yeah, ahead and, we, uh, so we will we will have a UFO episode in the future. I'm I'm taking some time to do a lot of research on that, and I'll have a lot of good information for that episode. Well, Danny, so, we're gonna lean pretty heavy on you on this deal, man, because you know you've got the books, and you already started throwing down some UFO stuff, so. So I think to conclude on Bigfoot, we got to go around and to each one of us and say yes or no if we think Bigfoot is real. Well, uh, I'm going to answer for Zeth here. Uh, he's not here, but I'm going to say yes <laughs> just because he left the conversation prematurely and he doesn't like hearing this sort of talk, which... Well, he's not, not going to be happy about him. the UFO it's, uh, uh, He's more Christian than I am. And he doesn't like hearing this kind of talk. So, I think he may be an abductee, to be honest. I yeah, think maybe a, he's in denial. Maybe he's <laughs> we will have to ask him about that. I wasn't abducted from them. What are you talking about? Who knows? He's going to get that Coors Banquet on ice sooner or later. So, But, yeah, I'm a, I'm a believer. Yeah. I think there's what a we, lot. What are we talking here? We believe in what? Um, the squad. Bigfoot. Bigfoot, yeah. I'm a, I'm, I'm a believer. Um, I'm you know, hey, why not? I mean, it's a big place out there. I mean, it seems small with the internet and everything. It seems like we're all kind of neighbors when it comes to when you get on the phone or you look on the internet. It's like, oh well, you can find out anything anywhere in the world. Hmm. But I, I mean, it's a big place out there, and there's a lot of space for the Bigfoot. Well, yeah, I'll be ignorant here and say I don't believe in them. Oh. Oh. He hasn't met me toe to toe yet. Hot sports opinions. <laughs> I ain't seen big Bigfoot toe to toe yet. I think I can no, take that son of a bitch. I think he got shit on me. Talking all that shit, just wait. Hey, when I see him, you'll know. <laughs> Report back when you go toe to toe with Bigfoot. Hey, that's fine. He ain't ready. Well. But. Danny, what do you think? Yeah. Yeah, I, th I, th I think there's something to it. There's something going on. Uh-oh. So, well. I think, yeah. Right. Going to it. That's the music. Yeah, I can't sit here. Uh, like us on the podcast services of your choice. And uh, come join the Facebook group, and we'll see you next week. Yeah. For everyone that's been a part of this one, we'll see you on the next one. Check us out on Facebook, Instagram, Spotify.